everybody, it's Heath Mulligan, and this is episode 29 of the South Carolina Pro Wrestling Report. Jam-packed episode this week. It was a full week of wrestling in the Carolinas and Georgia. So this week I got results from EWF Supremacy. I got results from Wrestle Forces, Star Spangled Bash, SWA's Random Destruction. I got results from OSCW down in Hanahan, South Carolina. I got results from PWX Pure 4. I'm going to share with you what's coming this week on the SOS Custom Network. And I'm going to preview PCW, Palmetto Championship Wrestling Show. Coming up this weekend, nothing lasts forever. I will be down there filming uh, stuff for the next work, filming the show. Before we get into our topics, before I share with you what's behind the scenes, don't forget to like our sponsors, uh, their Facebook page, SOS Custom Tees. We've been getting a lot of inquiries about what exactly they do. Listen, uh, there are lots of places that you can get a t-shirt from, but every single one of them, you're going to run into a couple of issues. First of all, they're going to make you do a minimum order before they even talk to you. They're going to charge you setup fees, or they're going to make you uh, pre-order shirts uh, before your fans can get them. SOS Custom Tees doesn't do any of that. They, they do all the work. You, you get your T-shirt. If you want to order some T-shirts to sell on your gaming table, absolutely. Tell them what size you want. They print them out. They get them to you. Boom. There you go. Or here's something that SOS Custom Tees offers that no other uh, company here in this area offers, and that's a website. People can go 24 hours a day. Go on the SOSCustomTees.com website and buy your t-shirt. And you make money. And they do all the work. You don't have to do anything. You just got to share your link. You just share the link to your shirt. They print the shirt. They ship the shirt. They do all the work. Why haven't you contacted SOS Custom Tees? They should be your partner for all your merchandising needs. They got the new trading cards that are out. Listen, the sky's the limit they've been a great partner for our podcast here and they're a great partner for you whether you're a wrestler promoter or a fan you need to check them out soscustomtees.com so behind the scenes this week for our patrons patreon.com slash double dropkick as little as dollar a week this is what you're going to get behind the scenes i'm going to ask some questions three questions number one is the customer always right in wrestling number two is the money worth the headache? And number three, when is the right time to switch a title? So those are the three questions I want to talk about on behind the scenes. I want to share some thoughts from some things I saw this weekend. And uh, again, behind the scenes, just a way for me to kind of get some things off my chest. Let's get right to it. EWF Forest City, uh, North Carolina, Saturday night, huge show. Ben Wright and Big Country, two men that are no strangers to each other. They battled Saturday night to a double countout. Again, it's good to see Big Country back from that suspension. He and Ben Wright, though, double countout. You had a match we've seen in other places before. Austin Jordan uh, taking on everybody's favorite wrestler, Oscar. And it was Austin Jordan getting the win over the veteran. You had Austin Bullock defending that Mid-Atlantic title against Chase Loveless. This is, these are two guys 
They've been friends. They've teamed together before. It was Austin Bullock making yet another successful title defense. He has been a fighting champion, and he's been doing uh, quite well out there in EWF. The Unbookables, Adam Jackson and Mike Madden, defended the EWF tag team titles against the cocky little brat CLB, and it was the Unbookables getting the win and continuing their dominance in the tag team division over these last couple of months. And in a rematch that's been building, Derek Driver defending the EWF heavyweight title against BB Naturally. If you remember the night Derek Driver won that title, Perry James was banned from ringside. He was there Saturday night, and Derek Driver got the win over BB Naturally. And I got to ask the question, what's next for these two men? Who's next on Derek Driver's list? We know that a few weeks ago, he walked out against the big dog, Deion Johnson. Is Deion Johnson get another get another title shot? And what's next for BB Naturally? He's gotten his uh, contractually obligated rematch. Uh, what's next on BB Naturally's agenda? How's he going to work his way back up to the top and to the championship standings? I don't know. Uh, EWF will be back July 28th every two weeks right there in Forest City at the National Guard Armory. It's one of the best deals in wrestling, $5, very family-friendly. And it's going to be hot in there, but it's well worth the price of admission. Also, Saturday, WrestleForce down in KC, South Carolina, some big matches. The return of WrestleForce, almost two years on a hiatus, and they came back with a vengeance, Deion Johnson. Got the win over Hall Haygood. And what I'm told was the first singles matchup between these two men, who are no strangers to each other, but their first time wrestling one-on-one. Ian Maxwell was slated to face uh, Jackson James in singles competition. Jackson James unable to appear. TK Stark from Bay taking his place, and it was Ian Maxwell getting the win over TK Stark. Uh, a debuting Jason Raditz there in WrestleForce took on the grizzled veteran Cruiser Lewis and Raditz uh, with a big uh, win and impressed uh, the crowd down there in Casey. There was a four-way tag team match for those uh, WrestleForce tag team uh, titles. The Sons of Steel, Beautiful Bald Besties, and the Resolution going up against the END. And it was the END, again, their first title defense. They won those belts two years ago, and the END got the win. And it was going to be a big weekend for the END in lots of ways. And in the main event, the big rumble, the final count, 36 men in this match. 36 men. It came down to two. Devin Cruz and Brady Pierce. Brady Pierce was the last man to challenge for that WrestleForce title against Gunner two years ago. And it was Brady Pierce defeating Devin Cruz and winning, becoming the WrestleForce heavyweight champion, the beautiful new WrestleForce heavyweight title, those beautiful WrestleForce tag team titles now on display and congratulations to Brady Pierce, a man, young man whose star is definitely on the rise here in the Carolinas and beyond. 
SWA down in East Denali on Saturday night. That's where my son Drake and I were. And I cannot say enough how, number one, how hot it was in that building because it was packed. Standing room only. They had made some changes, brought in some bleachers, moved some things around. Uh, so, ironically, uh, even though there were more people, you felt like you had more room uh, than their last standing room only show. Uh, it was a good card in the opening match. Tommy Sawyer defeated Ryan Staples in a three-way match for the New Blood title. Drox defeated Ace Vaughn and Ryan Phillips to, re to retain the New Blood title. Kirkland and Josh Aronson came out and issued an open challenge, and it was met by Don E. and Cyrus. And in quick fac uh, fashion, Don E. and Cyrus got the win, and then they attacked Ref Slim, who has been questionable in his judgment these last few months, and it was no question uh, that he was carted out of the ring uh, the other night and not seen for the rest of the night. We'll try to get an update on his physical condition, even though I don't agree with a lot of referee Slim's tactics and slow counts and favoring some opponents or another. You never condone uh, two competitors putting their hands on an official. John Hogan, accompanied to the ring by David Garrison. He issued an open challenge. And out came a returning Pete Zimmerman. And then Jimmy Lee, also returning to SWA, returning from injury. And Jimmy Lee got the win by John Hogan over John Hogan by disqualification. This was a brutal match. David Garrison zip-tied Pete Zimmerman to the ring post and attacked him with a bat. Uh, the carpetbagger was also uh, in the corner of Jimmy Lee. He was attacked with a baseball bat. But in the end, uh, they were able to find the scissors. They were able to get Pete Zimmerman loose. And he attacked David Garrison and busted him up pretty good. David Garrison was bleeding all over the place. And then finally, they used that bat on Jimmy Lee, and Jimmy Lee got the disqualification. Uh, and John Hogan also shoving the official. So lots of reasons to disqualify him on Saturday night. Johnny Swinger, who was in town, took on Jackson Carter. And about six minutes into the match, the premier champion Scott Mason came out, attacked Johnny Swinger from behind, resulting in a disqualification, and then Buff Bagwell came out to settle the score, and a tag team match was made. Buff Bagwell and Johnny Swinger were going to take on Scott Mason and Jackson Carter in the main event. SWA tag team titles were on the line. Textbook tag team, uh, Tim the Coyote and Miller and James Boulevard de defeated Tower and the player uh, representing CTMD that night, Chad Wood, was set to team with Tower and uh, had an emergency and unable to be there. And uh, textbook tag team defended the team uh, the championships once again. In a TLC match, which turned into a TTLC match because trash cans and thumbtacks were introduced. And hanging above the ring was a contract. And whichever team got this top contract would have 100% control over the company the bloodline 
uh, Lane Cross and Bad Jack own 51% of the company. Adam Mabry with 49%. This was a brutal, brutal match. I cannot say enough how brutal this match was. Blood everywhere. Ladders everywhere. My announce table stolen right out from under me. And Adam Mabry went through it and about 2,000 thumbtacks. It was a brutal match. In the end, Adam Mabry and Lane Cross found themselves uh, found themselves on the top of the ladder. And they both reached for the contract at the same time. And they both came down with pieces of the contract, which by referee's decision, he ruled the match a no contest saying there was no clear winner that saying since the contract ripped, it became null and void. And so what's next in SWA? Who, who's going to be in control of the company? I'm not sure. Everybody will be able to find out in two weeks when all the questions are going to be answered. All I know is all four competitors unhappy with the result, but all four of them, uh, shouting at, at each other that this is not over. And even if there had been a clear winner, it wouldn't have been over. And in the main event, Buff Bagwell and Johnny Swinger took on Scott Mason and Jackson's Carter. And it was Bagwell and Swinger getting the win on a double pin on both Ma Mason and Carter. Uh, and the crowd went home happy. Again, a crowd of full house, standing room only, hot crowd all night. Uh, a very good show and uh, had a lot of fun being down there. Sunday afternoon. Two big shows Sunday. I'm telling you, a lot of wrestling going on this weekend. Old school championship wrestling down in Hanahan, South Carolina. Hall Haygood defeated Boomer Payne in singles competition. The beautiful bald besties defeated the ugly ducklings who had Coach Mikey in their corner. John Schuyler came out. And once again, did the Bruiserweight Challenge, the Bruiserweight Open Challenge for the uh, OSCW Intercontinental title. Francisco Siazzo came out with Stormy Lee to answer that challenge. And it was John Schuyler with another successful title defense. He keeps racking them up. The OSCW tag team titles are on the line. The E&D taking on champions Drew Adler and Logan Creed. And it was TJ Boss making his way through the crowd. He attacked Logan Creed. And it was Zuka King and Willie B of the E&D getting the win and bringing those tag team titles home to the E&D. The E&D winning tag team gold in WrestleForce and OSCW. And then after the match, Drew Adler attacked Logan Creed. And Logan Creed had to be helped to the back by OSCW officials. WrestleForce, their title, their newly won title defended Sunday night as the new champion, Brady Pierce, def uh, defeated Gangrel and retained the WrestleForce heavyweight title. The OSCW ladies' title was on the line and Stormy Lee got the win over her opponent and challenger, Rebecca Reese. And the OSCW heavyweight title on the line a five-way elimination match. It was Tracer X taking on Kevin Phoenix. 
Dean Richards, former champion Brandon Paradise and Joshua Cutshaw. Brandon Paradise eliminated Dean Richards. Then he eliminated Joshua Cutshaw. Then Trace Rex eliminated Brandon Paradise. And in the end, it was Kevin Phoenix defeating Brand, uh, defeating Tracer X and winning his first OSCW heavyweight title. So if you're keeping score at home, the E&D left with all the gold except the Intercontinental title. They had the tag team titles and the heavyweight title. And what is next for the E&D? They are on a roll right now. And OSCW will be back in... Hanahan, I believe in uh, September, I believe September the 9th is uh, their next show date. If you haven't been to a show down there, great place to watch a show at the Hanahan Recreation Center. They they had a crowd of over 300 uh, people there uh, Sunday night. Also Sunday, Hebron Hall up in Charlotte, North Carolina, PWX Pure, uh, a big, big show. show. Uh, a debuting Derek, Derek Driver, who had Perry James in his corner, uh, was defeated by Patrick Scott. The new tag team, well, I say new in the sense that uh, newly branded tag team may be the be- better way to say it. Mason Miles and Sleaze, a.k.a. Filth, took on the international superstars, Blanco Loco and Joey Osborne, and got the win. Filth, uh, they've kind of come out of nowhere he that he's last couple of months that they've been appearing mason miles and mr Slee sleaze definitely uh, making their mark uh, cam carter defeated a debuting billy buck there uh in pwx pure and i'm sure it's not the match uh, not the last time we'll see billy buck up there jim nasty boys got a tag team victory over movie mike and ian maxwell and the Jim Nasty Boys continue to uh, take their multiple tag team titles around the area and defeat uh, defend them successfully. Three-way match. Wade Adams, TK Stark, and James Ryan in a good match that went all over the place. And it was Wade Adams getting the win. He had, uh, uh, he had his... Uh, viral pro outbreak title there with him and uh, Wade Adams is one to keep uh, keep your eyes on uh, somebody Wade Adams has had some issues with down there in viral pro Sean Legacy was in action against Josh Powers and you talk about man just a contrasting styles Josh Powers a powerhouse no pun intended Sean Legacy who, who's a man I just saw for the first time last month and it was Josh Powers getting the win over Sean Legacy. And the main event, Fest heavyweight champion Effie making his debut in PWX Pure, taking on Slim J. Uh, this is kind of a precursor to the match next weekend uh, or, or coming up between Effie and Ethan Case. At Too Close for Comfort 2, which is going to be there in Hebron Hall. And it's Fest Wrestling against uh, PWX. They got a great card planned. And it was Slim J who got the win. Uh, got the win by disqualification. And Ethan Case came out and he and Effie faced off. And that is going to be 
some kind of match uh, when these guys face uh, off at too close for comfort uh, to it is going to be absolutely uh, <laughs> it's going to be absolutely uh, amazing. So this week on the SOS Custom Wrestling Network, we got some great matches going up. Bryce Anthony took on Rob Kiljoy at EWS Reaching for Gold a few weeks ago. That match is going up. Oscar, Jamie Lee, and Austin Bullock faced off in a ladder match for the EWF Mid-Atlantic title. That match is going up. Hey, remember that time Boomer Payne was managed by Jim Cornette in a tag team match that was Loser Leaves Town? Yeah, that match is going to be up on the network. We're also going to have the TLC match from SWA's Random Destruction. We're going to have the tag team match featuring Buff Bagwell and Johnny Swinger. And who knows, we have so much content, and it's all going up there. SOSCustomNetwork.com. Sign up for a seven-day free trial, and it's only $4.99 a month. It's a deal you can't beat. And if you're listening to this, maybe you already got a high spots, uh, a high spot wrestling network subscription. Hey, can watch a lot of our stuff not all of it you can watch a lot of our stuff on their network also some of our content on the title match wrestling network so if you got subscriptions to those great networks make sure you check out the sos custom wrestling network content uh, out there on them all right this weekend i will be down in columbia south carolina vibe church for pcw's nothing lasts forever some great matches already announced. More to come. A returning Brady Collins is going to take on Josh Powers in singles competition. Huge six-man match. The newly crowned PCW heavyweight champion Drew Adler teams up with the workhorsemen, Anthony Henry and James Drake, to take on James Johnson and the Monster Squad, Billy Brash and Joshua Cutshaw. Huge implications you got drew adler the new champion you got james johnson making his return uh, after some time off with injury you got henry and james drake newly signed to evolve returning to pcw and this is the type of action you're going to get when you head down there to the palmetto championship wrestling and in the main event these two men have been feuding over the soda city title but it's bigger than the title it's about respect. It's about being the best. It's about teacher versus student, trainer versus pupil. And it's going to be Kevin Ray and Ethan Case in a two out of three falls match for that Soda City Championship. They fought to a 30-minute draw just a few months ago. And then Kevin Ray got the win over Ethan Case in the Palmetto Classic. Who's going to come out on top? I don't know. And the bigger question is, What's going to be next for the man that loses? I believe Kevin Ray, whether you like how he's defended that title or not, the long title reign has elevated the Soda City Championship uh, to its prestigious level here in the Carolinas. Uh, to where it is, you talk about titles, it's one that you talk about. Not just because it's a cool name, not because it's just it's an amazing belt, but because Kevin Ray has taken on all challengers in defending that title. So PCW, nothing lasts forever. Special start time, 5 p.m. down there at Vive Church in 
uh, Columbia. You can get your tickets, Palmetto Championship Wrestling, on Facebook. And come see me. Hey, if you see me, I'm going to be filming ringside. Just come talk to me. I, you know, interrupt me. Doesn't matter. I'll always love you know, talking to folks at wrestling shows. And then on Sunday, PWX, Too Close for Comfort 2 at Hebron Hall. This is a standing room only show. There will be no seats available except for the handicap. I think they'll have a few handicap spots. Standing room only. Get there, get there early. Listen to this card. This is Fest Wrestling in Florida versus PWX. I'll be honest, I'm not as familiar with Fest Wrestling as a lot of other people, but this is a great card. This is going to be a great concept. Camilla Kane. Jake Manning and Savannah Evans facing off in an intergender triple threat match, something I've never seen. So I'm excited to see what the outcome of that is. Serpentico is going to be taking on Slim J. I guess Slim J uh, has been adopted as part of uh, the PWX roster uh, now. That's going to be a phenomenal match. Good gravy. Uh, that's going to be fast-paced and high-flying. Six-man action, Team Fest, Saeed Al-Sabah, Vandal, and Beastly Brody taking on Team PWX, Darius Lockhart, John Schuyler, and Tracer X. Oh, man, could could these two teams have picked? I mean, when you think of PWX, Lockhart, Schuyler, and Tracer, that's three names you think of. That's three guys that have left their mark on that promotion. Same thing for Team Fest. That's going to be phenomenal. And another intergender match. Errol Monroe is going to take on Elijah Evans the fourth. That should be interesting. And two Crockett Cup matches. So this is not Fest versus uh, not Fest versus PWX. This is Crockett Cup tournament matches. The Gymnasty Boys taking on the Syndicate, being represented by Montana Black and TJ Boss. And then the Lethal Enforcers. Return to PWX to take on the Monster Squad against, again, both of those matches, Crockett Cup matches. Uh, they'll move on in this eight-team tournament. And then we'll have the semifinals in August with the finals happening uh, right there, I believe. Uh, am I allowed to announce this yet? Maybe not. Maybe not. I better save that. Uh, the night of the finals. Uh and then in the main event, Too Close for Comfort 2, it's going to be the two men that have kind of been going back and forth. Fest champion, Effie, taking on PWX champion, Ethan Case. I'm not sure if these men have fought, uh, wrestled one-on-one -on -one before. This is going to be uh, hard-hitting, no love lost, two passionate fan bases. Uh, and this is going to be a show you definitely want to see. Again, Too Close for Comfort 2 coming up there at Hebron Hall. So, uh, full weekend, lots more coming up. Once again, thanks to our sponsors, SOS Custom Tees. Don't forget to check out the network. I'm getting ready. As soon as I'm done with this, I'm recording behind the scenes for our patrons, patreon.com slash double dropkick. Again, I'm asking three questions. Is the customer always right in wrestling? Is the money worth the headache? And when is the right time to switch titles that's what i'm going to be talking about and then i'm going to finish editing uh, episode 232 of the double dropkick show and as i was editing editing it all i heard was laughter it was truly one of the most hilarious episodes 
Mark Whitman and I ever did as we continue on the fantasy wrestling tournament. But then Mark starts sharing about something he and Carrie Trainum were talking about on Twitter about uh, making movies, about movie ideas. And it goes off the rails in a good way. It is hilarious. Uh, anytime you just hear Mark and I laughing because we're cracking each other up, that's the heart of the show. The heart of the show is two friends who who are very different coming together and just having some fun and bringing that fun to you. So thanks for all your support. Uh, getting ready to go on vacation, so I'll be filing my report on PCW probably Saturday night on the way home. Maybe even as I'm filming an episode of Driving to Work with Boomer Payne. Who knows? But anyway... Thanks for listening to the South Carolina Wrestling Report. Thanks for rating and reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to fine podcasts. You can catch up on all our old episodes at DoubleDropKick.com. But as always, I'm Heath Mulligan, and we'll see you at the matches. <laughs>